family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, welcome everybody once again to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, president of Paradigm Security. We are excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. In addition to Paradigm Security Services, this show is also brought to you by Sosby's Garage, which you heard a little clip on him coming into it. And John is still looking for master mechanics. He has uh, gotten a couple more on board, and he's really looking for them. Great place to work. It's nice to work for a guy that's honest. On every show, we feature businesses and organizations in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County and the people there. While all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, and we'll touch on that and and other related aspects of security as we go through the course of our different shows. Our guest today, as everybody knows, we've got the elections coming up. And these are big elections like they all are. But this one, I think uh, I think right now, every election we come into is the, the biggest election that we've got going in our lives. And this is no exception. And what I try to do is I try to give people a forum to get their message out uh, for the people, in, especially in Gwinnett County. Uh, it's, it's important for all of us to, as I always say, vote, but you got to vote informed. And the whole purpose of this show for these, these particular people is to be informed. My guest today, I am, uh, I appreciate having Josh McKay. He happens to be the candidate for Senate district seven, which is just happens to be the district that I'm living in so i figured this would be a a good time to have him on josh i appreciate you coming in thanks rick thanks for your time here and uh thanks to all your listeners for uh taking their time to uh uh, hear me out today well it you know i think it's important like i say for people to vote informed it's important to know where the people stand what they've done what they think where who they who they are and and on that note who is Josh McKay? <laughs> well, you know, who, who is any of us? <laughs> but a couple couple things that I think are really critical about who I am. I'm a husband. I've been married 13 years to Jennifer. Um, I'm a father. I have two uh, beautiful kids, a son who's nine in fourth grade and a daughter who's turning one this weekend. So awesome. we got a big party coming up. Um, I'm a Christian. Uh, that's a really important part of my life is why I mention it. Um, I go to uh, church at Cross Point here in Duluth mm-hmm. and um, just down the street from where we are right now. And uh, I've been going there many years and helped out serving, um, very involved there, uh, serving in, in various ways over the last few years. So those are three big, big pieces of who Josh McKay is. Well, I know that you are, you are very interested in a lot of things that are going on that you have actually with the way that you, you work your, your business uh, you've kind of gone into education in a lot of in a kind of a different way. Uh, 
but you know why are you running for political office with your business and everything you're set to where you don't have to do this and put yourself out there right that's a that's a great question i am running for political office because uh three main reasons one education i'm in education my uh i I own a tutoring business and i've seen the different the um kind of the difference, the gap widening between the haves and the haves nots. The students who are excelling are just uh, in Georgia, in Gwinnett County, are doing really, really well. But there's another group that is falling behind. And that gap between the top students and the kind of lower end students is getting wider. I want to close that gap, but I don't want to close it like California did where they closed it low. I want to close it high. I want to bring up the bottom students rather than bring down the top students. So that's one. Two, this Senate District 7 is an incredibly diverse district. Um, So many of my friends and neighbors come from different cultural, religious, ethnic backgrounds than I do. I want to make sure each and every one of those um, those communities uh, in this district are well represented in Atlanta. And third, I see the damage that we're doing at the national level um, to our economy. And I want to make sure that with the upcoming you know, potential recession and inflation that keeps getting worse and worse, I want to make sure that Georgia families don't bear the brunt of it like we see in some of these blue states around us. Well, that, that's high, high goals, especially as far as the recession. Uh, and, and helping us out. Well, you know, what makes you a good addition to the Georgia General Assembly and that you can actually achieve your goals? I think part of it's my well-rounded background. I started out uh, with an electrical engineering degree, mm-hmm. um, and I moved to Georgia. Well, I grew up in Alabama. I grew up in I'm Alabama. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> as an Auburn fan, which makes it even harder. Um, but I, I graduated from college and moved to uh, to. Uh, to Georgia in 1998, and um, my first job out of college was in electrical engineering. I was making cell phones work, doing engineering work. I uh, moved on to project management where we were negotiating contracts with public safety, so I've worked with public safety officers. And uh, But then the second half of my career, when you know, people say, what do you want to grow, what do you want to do when you grow up? <laughs> I decided in my 30s that I didn't like what I was doing and I switched it and I started doing um, SAT and ACT prep for high schoolers. So now I just tutor SAT. So to answer your question, I think that that, that engineering background, that education background, a small business owner, where are you going to get all those different that all that diverse background in one person that you can send to the general assembly. Um, I think that, and that's the kind of person I think we need there uh, in, in the state Senate. Absolutely. And, but, and you know, you, you talk about your education, which is a big thing right now, your interest in the education field and your, and your activity in it, which for our County right now is an extremely important issue. Uh, being a, uh, business owner you are familiar with the economic end of it uh, which is extremely important to our nation right now in our state and then you know of course with the crime and safety issues having worked with public safety you're very familiar with that end of it as well so you've kind of got all three all three factors covered there Um, when it comes to looking at the top issues that you want to tackle, and I know what we just talked about. Let's deal more into how you're looking at tackling these. Uh, let's just talk about the. Um, um, let's talk about education. Okay. 
education, yeah, is probably my top issue. So I'm glad you started with that one. Um, I I grew up in public school. Uh, public school. I went to Hoover City Schools and there in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And my son goes to Gwinnett County Public Schools. So I'm a big fan of public schools. Um, my son's thriving there. Roberts Elementary, Dr. Jones, and the teachers are wonderful. Um, so many good things are happening. But I'm not naive enough to think that what works for me and my family works for everybody. So um, other people, uh, maybe maybe the government schools are failing their kids and they need other options. And so one of the biggest things, uh, kind of the foremost thing on my platform is school choice and educational opportunities. So um, I want to give, I want to empower parents to make the best decisions uh, for their kids' education and get them into the right schools for them. Um, so we will expand charter, uh, other options like that, um, potentially even giving um, education savings accounts that can be used towards uh, private schools or parochial school, parochial schools or any any other option, home-based learning options uh, too. We've seen Georgia, here in Georgia, when I moved in ni- here in 98, Georgia was in the bottom five of schools. Mm-hmm. And throughout the early 2000s, we moved up. We've been doing great. Absolutely. But about a maybe not quite a decade ago, but we kind of stagnated. We stopped. And other states around us that were used to be low, like Florida, have kept going up. What's the difference? Florida has excellent, excellent school choice options, and Georgia doesn't. So I, I want to push that. that that's going to be my big thing. Um, yeah. Well, I know that one of the things that you do is you tutor a lot of kids. Right. And so that puts you right there in the middle of being able to see exactly where they need help, where they're failing, what we need to do as a state or as a community to help lift these kids up and, and support them, which I think is great. Um, you talked, we talked a little bit about inflation or about the state of the economy. You know, how do you look at that and what can we do from your end of it if you get in there to try to help support the, that end of it? Right. Yeah. A lot of what we see with the inflation is bad policy and bad leadership in Washington. Um, but there are things I think that we can do in Georgia that will help that will help Georgia families weather this economic storm better than some of our neighbors who have uh, blue governments, let's say, yeah. uh, to be nice. Um, and I, a couple of those things, one, we can keep our taxes low. We lowered our taxes in the last session a little bit. Um, I would look to lower them again. Uh, Governor Kemp provided a great uh, tax rebate because Georgia has a huge surplus last year and we've got it again from taxes. We're pulling in way more money than we need. So let's send it back to the people whose money it is, Amen. you the taxpayer. Um, and, and Kemp uh, wanted to do that. And I think that it, the, I would, if I'm in the state Senate, I will certainly support um, that move from him. Um, Cause I know he, he needs uh, state Senate to uh, the state, the general assembly to back that kind of maneuver. And we'll make sure that he has the authority to do that. Um, so keep the taxes low, get those tax rebates back into the hands of the people. That'll help help the hardworking pa- uh, families pay for those increased g- groceries, gas prices, and then and the home tax home prices. I bet uh, you get your tax bill recently for your uh, house. Oh yeah, it go up a little bit. Uh, just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. So uh, Gwinnett County uh, now that's uh, determined at the at the county level, and Gwinnett County uh, had a opportunity to lower that or to keep it to to 
keep it where it was by lowering the millage rate. Um, and they chose not to. So we all got hit with much increased property taxes this year. One thing we can do at the state level is we can increase the homestead exemption and that will, uh, that will lower the property taxes help for individual homeowners and help offset that. So that's one thing we can do there. And then if, I mean, I can't do this, but you guys out there can do it. Vote for people who are going to get your county taxes lower um, because that's, you know, look into these uh, these Matt Holtkamp and these other county commissioner uh, guys who are running and find the ones that are going to fix that for you. So those are the big things I, I think that will help offset inflation. Yeah, or Biden inflation. <laughs> Biden. Uh, you know, one of the things that we look at as we go through this is, you know, you have this nationwide push for more taxes. The biggest thing is for spending. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got this crazy thing that every time you turn around, we're using, they put B in billions or T in trillions into new spending. It's more, I mean, more and passed, more T in trillions, Yeah, isn't we've it? passed the M in millions. We don't even, I mean, it just kind of, it fell, you don't even hear it anymore. That word doesn't even come out. No. Because it's like pocket change to these politicians up there. So, you know, when you look at that and you look at the spending, you know, how do you think, I know that you're in the state, but the states in a lot of ways have effects on what the federal government do. And we have uh, emphasis on our state uh, representatives that represents at the national level, and they listen a lot to the state people and the state representatives. How do you think you can affect the, the you know the spending, or do you think you can affect the spending? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, at the federal level, tough question. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, you know, we have the the great new uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Who yeah. wouldn't be for that? Only the problem is it it's increased do. spending. Yep. Anybody, I, you know, I tutor high school economics from time to time. Anybody with a high school economics, they're teaching in high, you increase government spending, you increase inflation. At our high, our, any high schooler knows that who's graduated, you know, who's finished the 12th grade. And and yet we call it Inflation Reduction Act when we go increase spending. So it's a great it, it's selling absurd. tool. That's <laughs> yeah. all it was. It was they're just good at marketing, it. the other team. Yep. They're really good at marketing. They call their stuff uh, really cool names. Um, but they do the do exact them, opposite they're of what they're trying to do. Um, so I would encourage our, our delegation in the House and our senators to fight against those kind of excessive spending in Washington. Let the states do that. You know, push that spending back down to the states um, where we can, we can provide those services. These, uh, this day and age, the states can provide so many of the services that the federal government is providing and forcing upon us. And then at the state level, we, we're much closer to the voter. And, you know, I tell people all the time, if you want to change out uh, your, if you don't like me in two years and you're like, man, I thought that Josh guy was going to do a good job. You, I got to go find about 30,000 friends and you can sw swap me out for somebody new. Mm -hmm. You want to change your U S Senator. You got to go find 3 million friends to swap him out. Right. So the closer we can get to the people, because we're supposed to be a government of the, of the people, people, for the people, for the people and for the people, um, the closer we can get it, decisions being made near the people, then the people will have more control on what's being made. So I would I would encourage those people at the at the federal level to push those decisions back down to the states. I totally agree. Um, now, when you Moving on from inflation and those type of policies on the economics, 
One of the big concerns across the nation right now is crime and safety. And so as far as from your position of anything that you may have control over or at least extended control over, how do you look at dealing with the safety issues within our state? Yeah, our district? that's a great, great question because, you know, going back to what we talked about before, we can provide an excellent economy and great jobs and, you know, but if you're not safe, <laughs> then, then, you know, in your homes and in your neighborhoods and in your communities, then what good is it to have a, have an excellent job, well-paying job? So we need to do both. We need to keep that there. And I would say for safety, we need to make sure we fully fund our police. We need to make sure they're well-trained and not just police, all public safety, fire, any, any aspect of the public safety, we need to make sure they're well-trained, well-funded. And I think in our district in particular, they are well-trained. We have really great officers. We, I have a lot of police departments in my district. I've got Duluth, Norcross, Swanee, I think Peachtree Corners, and Gwinnett County has its own police department. So lots of police departments. And those guys are on the cutting edge of doing really cool things with de-escalation and figuring out ways to um, do new things to keep that crime down, keep the crime down on one side, but also not have things get out of hand on the other side. So I think I think we, we're in a great district where people are doing those local um, police chiefs, those local mayors are doing great things uh, for our people. We need to support them at the state level, make sure they've got the, the equipment they need, the funding they need. And they're short police officers right now. We need to get out there. I think we pay, uh, I think we increased uh uh, police officer pay by $5,000 last year. I, I'm pretty sure Kemp wants to do it again this year. I would certainly support that and even push that from the General Assembly. Let's get those guys paid well and let's get um, our citizens trained up to do that job. Well, and a lot of it has to do with the support that they are not getting. I've noticed in Gwinnett County, our officers get a lot of support from the administration, from their peers, from their superiors. For the most part, there are certain portions of it that, that we don't do real well in. But, you know, it's one of those things where you've got to have that support and go from there on, on these things. Let me ask you something that's a little bit of a touchy subject around here. But sure. I think it's important for us to understand what the real issue is in it. And that's the, uh, the ruling on Roe that we had in the Supreme Court. Uh, a lot of people are pushing the idea that it's, uh, and I think it's important that we get out the truth on it, that it's a total ban that, that the Republicans and the conservatives are all pushing for a total ban. And that's not the case. Not at all. Uh, I think the real honest to God story is that what they're pushing for is reason and within it. And uh, I know that's what been been Kim's uh, position on it, and it's been kind of con misconstrued in other ways, as well as a lot of other conservatives. Where do you stand on the real issue of? I mean, I understand. I think it's great that Roe went back to the state. Mm -hmm. I think that's where it needs to be. The people of the state need to decide where they want to be. I agree. Uh, you know, what can you say? So kind of where do you look at it and how do you look at it with the states being the ones and the true, what they really did with it, not the hype that the Democrats are going throwing out there? Right. I, I like, uh, you know, going back to what you said, people, 
if you look at the polling that's been done across the country and in Georgia in particular, people don't want extremes on either side. Um, we have we have some states like New York that have extreme extreme ab- uh, laws to on abort, one side, to birth, yeah. abortion up to birth, and in some cases, I think they tried to pass. I'm not sure if it passed or not, but after a failed abortion, the doctor yep. where the baby was born alive, they were going to allow the doctor to let that baby die. It's absurd the extreme positions that you you get on 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 that side as well. So. Um, I'm common sense conservative guy, right? And so I think what we did in Georgia, we've got a great law in place that um, looks for a heartbeat. It provides uh, exceptions for rape and incest. It provides uh, protection for doctors and mothers uh, for ectopic pregnancies, uh, for miscarriages. The the left is trying to you know misconstrue this and say, oh, you know, this you could. Get, They're uh, pushing for a total ban. Yeah, that is not at all what we're doing in Georgia. Maybe in some other states. I don't know. I'm not an expert on Oklahoma's law. I know what we did here in Georgia, and I think it's a very common sense law. Um, and I think I had a guy the other night uh, tell me, you know, um, same day, no, a day apart. One guy told me he thought the ban, he thought we should, you know, move it back to like 15 weeks or something like that. And the next guy told me he should move it up to conception. You know, on same day, day apart. Those are discussions we should have. But these extreme ends, you know, where where is the right line? Um, those are discussions we should certainly have. And I'll use common sense, look at the science, look at the um, moral and ethical issues surrounding it from both sides, you know. Uh, certainly we should have autonomy over our own bodies, you know. I don't want to be forced to take a vaccine, right? Exactly. Um, so we, that, is a, that is a valid concern that the left uh, brings up, and r- the right should not ignore that. Um, but then they completely ignore the life in the in the the mother's body. So um, we need to take both considerations equally into uh, both concepts equally into consideration when thinking these things through. Well, and I think you're right on point, especially about the life of the baby. Uh, that is a life, and that is an it individual. Is. It may not have come out of the womb yet, but it is a life, and. Yes, it's you know mothers need to be able women need to have control over their bodies, but there's also another body there that needs to have a little say so in this thing, mm-hmm. and the only people that can speak for that person are other family members, and really the way they put it and the way they force the issues and stuff is the government drawing a line. Yeah, and unfortunately for some people, it may be more than what they want. But the idea of, uh, I mean, I was just looking at something the other day, and I'd seen it before, and I, I just I cringe every time I see the partial birth mm. abortion, yeah. how that's done wow. and everything. That just, it makes me sick at my stomach. And how it could not make anyone else sick at their stomach, I just don't understand. And Rick, uh, the other thing I would follow up with that is, as conservatives, we now need to step up and show that we are for life, not Absolutely. just the unborn life, but that life. We need to make sure that that child, if it's unwanted, is taken care of. We need to make sure we have a robust foster care and adoption system. And I think there's some parts of that that are broken here in Georgia. It's really hard to adopt, and we need to make that easier. Um, we need to support our faith-based organizations going out and who and supporting this. So I, I'm a firm believer, too, that government solutions are not always the best solutions and in fact often are the, the worst people to solve these problems i totally and so agree. when we can go out and support nonprofits and faith-based organizations to come out and fix these issues um that's great and so in the government i will 
absolutely support those other organizations rather than trying to come up with solutions immediately from from the state level. Well, again, you get back to are you going to deal with it from a community level or a government level? And I'll always opt first for community. Yeah, and I think there's things we can do it to support that community at the government, but exactly. community first. Absolutely. It's got to be that basis from which you work, the people. And that's what we that's the way we started, the way it began, the way it should function. And unfortunately, and a lot of times, it's not functioning that way. Well, you know, there's, like I say, there's a lot of things going on. Have I touched, is there anything that I haven't touched on that you would like to bring up and discuss and, and let, let people know where you stand on? Uh, for sure. You know, I'm a big individual liberty guy. So, you know, I believe we, we, we've touched on this uh, or we've kind of gone around this uh, multiple times. But I believe in getting the government out of the way and you live and letting you live your life. I be- believe that when we get the government out of the way, George is number one in business. And part of that's because, you know, of deregulation, low taxes and when we're number one in business, then businesses move here. They provide good jobs for us Georgians and even attract people coming from. And a good tax base. Right. Um, and so I want to keep that going. I want. I feel like given the, given the choice, most everybody would rather have a good job and be able to su- su- provide for their own family rather than rely on government handouts. I do too. And so if we just keep that that economy booming here in Georgia, keep the keep Georgia number 1 for business, then we're going to and, and we do that by low taxes and by uh reducing any kind of regulations or impediments to business. Um and then then things will take care of themselves if you if you do that for the most part. Um so I I'm definitely keep the government out of anything we can uh and just uh, you know get back to the government doing the just the basic functions of government keeping our community safe and letting the brilliant talent we have in Gwinnett County and in the state of Georgia um, innovate and create and do the things that make uh, make our state so great so well you know I think one of the biggest problems that we have in our nation today is that government was set up designed for a certain purpose and certain things that they were able to do the majority of which they weren't to be involved in it was supposed to be the states and today it's flipped mm-hmm. uh, we have the, the federal government not doing the things such as uh, such as the border such as uh, you know the different crimes and uh, safety issues they're not doing what they're supposed to do they want to have their hands in everything else which takes it away from the citizenry to set up their own state governments and handle it the way it's supposed to be done. And I like hearing that basically you're from that same that same position. For sure. Let the government do what it's supposed to do and get out of the people's business and let the states do what they're supposed to do that's run by the, the grassroots people. Right. You know, is there anything else that you want the voter to know about you that we haven't covered? I think we covered most of it. You know, my, my background, um, I'm an independent educator. I'm electrical engineer. I've got an MBA from Georgia State. Um, so I, I think I have a well-rounded um, background of experience uh, educationally and um, uh, professionally that is going to really help me offer solutions to 
um, Georgia's problems at the at the um, at the state level, and also with that underlying um, that underlying framework of individual liberty that we talked about so many times. So you know, I just want to say, if, if a lot of people are moving here because of our great economy, so if you moved here from Illinois. Uh, for that better job or you moved here from New York for the because our taxes are lower or you moved here from California to escape the rising crime then you know vote for the guy that's going to keep the taxes low keep Georgia number one for business and uh, keep our community safe you don't bring your policies that you didn't like and (laughs) left here to try to make a reformation of what you left exactly it didn't work there and it won't work here well, you know, I appreciate it a lot. Uh, just trying to think if there's anything else that I would like to cover, and I can't really think of anything. I think, you know, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, your campaign, uh, help you out in any way, make donations, get out and post signs, do whatever, how do they get in touch with Josh McKay? That's a great question, too. Um, my website is <laughs> yeah, is votemckay.com. Let's get set up. Uh, votemckay.com, which is votemckay.com. You can reach out to me via the website. You can donate. You can get uh, signs um, put up. You can help uh, help us when we go out and meet the voters, door knocking and those kind of things. We, ha- we go to events. This last weekend we were at Duluth Fall Festival, and so we'd love to have you there. Uh, help hand out our flyers and, and tell others about Josh McKay uh, for State Senate District 7. Well, I appreciate it very much, Josh. Uh, it was a pleasure having you on, and I hope that uh, that you are successful in your bid. I believe you will be, and uh, I can't stress enough people out there in that 7th District Get out there. Uh, you know, I've got to do the same as far as getting a sign. I had a had somebody text me today saying, you know, give me your address. I'll send you a sign. So I'll have to do that. My homeowner association is restrictive on the times and dates. But, you know, hey, you take it down, you slip it back up and say, wow, how'd that get there? <laughs> so anyway, thank you very much for coming on, Josh. Best of luck. Thank you, Rick. And thank all of you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services and in part by Sosby's Garage. Be sure to join us for the live event every other Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. here on Business Radio X. If you missed the live broadcast, no worries. You can enjoy the show anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on, of course, Case in Point. The program is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button to Case in Point so you don't miss any of our future episodes. For my guests, Josh McKay and our producer, Mike, remember, I am Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. <laughs> <laughs>